Hey, it's Miranda J, and I am back with you for another season of A Lot of Like. Wait, is that what it is? Is it like a season? Why do people make... Literally what happened was I got too busy to record and so we back. But listen, this series that we're doing is called Mirandum Conversations with Entrepreneurs. What I did was, since I've been away from you, I've been going live on Instagram, my IG, Miranda Joyner, that's Miranda with all A's, talking randomly to entrepreneurs. The conversations have been so good that I want to share them with you. And in this episode, we are talking to Azar, Azar King. That's his IG name. I forgot his real name, but forgive me. And we're talking about being a serial entrepreneur. And we're also talking about some roadblocks that kind of hinder us from going into business. Things pop up. They stop us. You know, I don't want to keep going. I want to get into this conversation so you can hear what we talked about. Let's get it. Hey, Miranda J here, your favorite brand strategist. I'm here for you, the entrepreneur and creative. I want to help you clear the clutter in your brain and build a brand you love. Let's take your dreams from a hobby to an actual business. Welcome to A Lot of Like, the podcast. I'm like a serial entrepreneur. Like I get a lot of people in front of me that are like, I do all these things. I do all the right. things. Like you know, right. what is it that you you actually desire and want to do? Like, is it? I know you said you cut grass. You know, you're yeah. you're doing your poetry. What is it that you desire to do? My music and my poetry. That's always been my dream since I was seven years old. That's always been my dream, but not just to do that, but to bring some type of difference about with it. You know what I mean? I can get up here and say a bunch of words, but if I ain't conforming the mind to be like, ooh, Danny, reflect on my life. Or, ooh, dang, yeah. I just went through that and he got over that. Like, if I ain't doing that, then it's pointless. Mm -hmm. And especially coming from where I came from, where I had a 20-year sentence. Yeah. Got that at 18 years old. And to win my case on my own, get pardoned by Obama, it's like, why would I come out here and piss my life away? Yeah, that's dope that you got pardoned by Obama. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what What do you, how do you want to, what kind of music do you do and how do you really want to, how do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 35. How, how do you want to monetize that? Like, do, are you trying to like sell records and make money? Like, what's the long game for you when you think about, do you think about doing this for the rest of your life? Or for mm -hmm. you, is it like a side hustle? Like you want to continue to work and do the music and poetry on the side? Or do you want to like do this full time? Um, the ultimate goal is to eventually have one of my own restaurants. Okay. Because you're a chef. Because you're a chef. Yes. That's, yeah. that's my ultimate plan. And to, once I get this foundation to integrate my other talents into this operation, because I want to bring that lifestyle back to where you go and you, you sit wine and got the stage and jazz is playing and you're sitting yeah. in the leather oaks. I want that feeling back because... It's not too many places people can go these days and be in a peace mind state. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go and be on edge and worry about somebody going to shoot up the place or... No, I want you to be able to come in there and just be able to relax, whether it's by yourself or with a lady or a group of yeah. friends or whatever. Yeah. So that's the ultimate plan. But as uh, far as the music, do I plan on doing this forever? As long as I can do it, yeah, I'm going to die doing it. Like, it's not about the money. It's not about platinum record. I don't care about none of that. It's about yeah. me actually living my dream because that's what has been breathed in me to do. So, 
So Stefan said it. The, the, the comedian Stefan said it. Uh, my friend, my buddy down there. Mm. So I, I feel like too, being a chef is your passion because you're talking about opening up the restaurant. Mm -hmm. So tell me why right now, why your focus is, and I feel like it might be therapeutic, but I don't want to make like assumptions. Mm -hmm. But why wouldn't you? Why aren't you building on that? Like so, right, right now. Why? Oh, everything fell. My operation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my phone all right. fell all the way down. Okay, there all we right. go. The the I tore the club up. <laughs> Can you comedian, hear me? Comedian Stefan said, "I'm confused. Do you want to cook or you want to entertain?" There we go. So so yeah, that's so. This is the question I want to ask, you. and and that's right. That's kind of where I'm going with the conversation. Mm -hmm. Let me make sure my thing sticks up here. It fell off my little mirror. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you, why aren't you um, doing like personal chefs? Like, why aren't you like cooking right now? Or trying to put yourself out there and be known as a cook so that people can connect with you in that manner and know you as a cook so when you open up a restaurant, it'll make sense. You want, you want, you want the, the real deal, holy field. Right? Yes, hell yeah, don't be lying. Um, chef is not my calling. What's your calling? God That's said cool. that this God said that this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. What is that? Um, Tell me what your calling is. My calling is really I don't want to call it paying a debt, but because um I ran from what he has called me to as being a leader and being someone who uses my past to try to help others. I ran from it so long that I had to go through the penalty. But once I really surrendered to that, he was like, look. I need you to be one of my foot soldiers. There's a lot of people that will listen to you because you've been through a lot. You're going to get okay. to that chef thing. You're going to get to that chef thing. That's going to come. But right now, I need you to do this right now. Okay, I need but what you is to the be this? one of people. Give me the this. Give me the this. You're telling me the story. What is the this? What are you supposed to be giving to people with the message? I just said it. Sharing, sharing my pain, sharing my story so other people can relate to it that is going through it and hopefully see that I made it through it and they can make it through it too. Yeah. What What is the thing you want to give them? So what when you give them your story, because that's you, right? Mm -hmm. When you give them their story, what is it that people walk away from your story with? What's the thing that you're meant to give people on this earth? Because I think you're right on track. And I'm going to tell you how you can still use this, Not if, if, if I may. If mm -hmm. I may. I might as mm -hmm. well give advice so I'm on here, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but what is the thing that you want people to walk away from your story with? Because that's important to know. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up on what? Self, life, hope, yeah. change, yeah. purpose. All that good stuff. Yes. So let me tell you a story. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you a story about uh, uh, Chick-fil-A, right? Mm -hmm. So Chick-fil-A, um, are you familiar with Chick-fil-A? Love yeah, it. Got the app and everything. People love the chicken. They love the love mediocre it. chicken, right? What's your, what's your favorite thing about Chick-fil-A? Um, I love fries and they fries is the bomb diggity like. <laughs> <laughs> not the fries, not the fries. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm a fry man. Like, I yeah. love the fries. For yeah. Me. So the, here's the thing about Chick-fil-A that's really interesting that most people don't know. A lot of people talk about the customer service. Like a lot of times mm -hmm. people are like, uh, you know, what's your favorite thing about Chick-fil-A? They're like, they're so nice. I love like everything about how, you know, whatever, whatever. Because the chicken to me is just kind of mediocre, right? Mm -hmm. But it's good. Um, and one of the things that I've learned since being, if you don't know, I'm a brand strategist by day. For those of you who might not know, it's what I do. I help entrepreneurs and creatives 
to really figure out what to say on social media to connect to their audience. But what I've learned in my journey here is that branding is solely about how you make people feel with your products and services. A lot of times when people think about brands, they're thinking about colors and logos and all that stuff. But branding is about how you make people feel through your products and service. And Chick-fil-A is a prime example of that. Let me tell you why. Can you guess what their uh, mission statement is? What do you think Chick-fil-A's mission statement is? Only thing I really do know about Chick-fil-A is that they're a Christian-based company. That's Mm -hmm. pretty much it. Yep, yep. So they are. They're a Christian-based company. Let me tell you what their mission statement is. For those of you who might not know, like my man in here who's trying to marry me from Italy, if you've never (laughs) heard of Chick-fil-A, they're a restaurant that sells chicken. That's it. Like chicken sandwiches, chicken nuggets, chicken strips. They sell chicken soup. They sell chicken everything, right? Right. And Chick-fil-A's mission statement in 2020 is, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but these are the important things, right? Chick-fil-A's mission statement is to glorify God by having a positive influence on every person that we come in contact with. Right. That's it. It ain't nothing about chicken. It's nothing about a restaurant. It's nothing about being number one, right? Right. (laughs) He said, to God be the glory. Yes, that is a part of that mission statement, to glorify God by having a positive influence on every person that they come in contact with. So essentially, what Chick-fil-A did was they sat around and they said, you know what? My mission on this earth, the owners, the people who started it said, my purpose on this earth is to make people feel important and have a positive impact with every person by introducing them to the love of God, however we feel like that is. Let's let's open a restaurant and do that. Let's just open a restaurant with mediocre chicken and just love on people, overwhelmingly so. Be kind and abnormally polite to people. And when they ask you for 17 sauces, just give them 17 sauces. Always say my pleasure. Always be kind. This one person told me they saw an employee, a Chick-fil-A employee jump out the window because somebody drove off and forgot something mm-hmm. at, in the drive-thru. Somebody else I know that works for Chick-fil-A said they get in trouble for not saying my pleasure, that they say they find themselves saying it at home and around other places because it's drilled into their head to say my pleasure. When right. I pull up to Chick-fil-A and I order my food and I get, and I ask for seven sauces because I've done this, right? I ask for two Chick-fil-A, two, what is it? Two Polynesians, two barbecue, and two... <laughs> two sriracha's right because right. you know and, and the girl just says okay my pleasure anything else you know why i don't have to explain to her that my son likes to mix polynesian and sriracha i don't right. have to explain to her that i like barbecue sauce on my french fries because i don't even eat ketchup on their french fries right i right. get the barbecue sauce right. they don't ask the question they're not stingy they're just kind and nice so i say all that to bring it back to you to say if you feel like your purpose is to be that for people to be mm-hmm. that inspiration, to encourage them with your story, mm-hmm. then you can start opening up your restaurant. You can cook and still impact people through your business of cooking. Right. Like the goal with branding and the goal with purpose is just to solely figure out what you put on this earth to make people feel. Right. And then you can pick whatever vehicle you want. You can right. do that by cutting yards. You can do that by selling books. You can do that by speaking. You can do that by braiding hair, right? You can put mm-hmm. people in your chair and have an impact on their life, right? You can right. do that by... If you know my you, the sweetest girl I get my you know my I get my cha cha wax my you know I, uh, this is irrelevant I know but I'm it's it's gonna make up I'm gonna come back it's gonna I'm, gonna, I'm coming back to a point <laughs> the girl that waxes my cat she's so sweet I, you know she's so kind and always so loving I feel like mm. her ministry is in waxing vaginas right she just picked waxing vaginas to just love on people you right. know and not in the old manish sexual way just she's right. just so sweet she's kind. She's so hard. She made my first experience super light because of her presence, right? Right. 
So I think at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what you do. You don't have to wait on cooking. You don't have mm. to wait. Like, you know, you should just start cooking and then yeah. find a way to incorporate that feeling into the thing that you do. I feel like I missed right. a comment. Say that the chicken is mediocre one more time and I'll fight you. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing, the thing that, that, that hinders I mean, my position right now on that is because <clears throat> my place setting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm 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 working on rearranging my place setting where I can sure. put myself because I don't have no degree, but you know, while I was incarcerated, you know, I studied the marketing and all that stuff. And sure. I, I know that um in order for me to have success <clears throat> is is gonna be based off location. No, you I mean I from where from from where from where I'm at right now. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's for, for everything. Yeah. But for at this moment in time where I'm at right now, it is solely based like off physical location? Yeah, physical location. Like the city state or the house? Like the actual physical location. All of the above. Yeah. But you know, what can you do? Let's focus on that. Okay, so what I'm doing is that's why I focus on the spoken word right now because I know I don't have the utensils to go in the other direction. So while I, I'm working on trying to get them to test, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm branding well, myself over here. What would you need to start cooking out out of your house and selling plates? Because I live in Mississippi, and I need you to know. I need you to understand. I got friends that didn't start on the Facebook page, right. and she she sell a place, and, and and that food come across my timeline. I'd be like, hey, what to order? Tell me how to <clears> order, and where where how can I order? So and not illegally, like I'm not recommending right. you do this illegally, but again. So the the first thing I would need is a vendor's license. That's going to be mm -hmm. number one. Yeah. I'm going to need that because in the state of Myrtle Beach, you're not you're not going to operate successfully without that because as soon as they start seeing all this traffic come back and forth, oh, they come to see what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and what does it take to get a vendor's license? Let's stop there. What does that take? What's that process like? Um, you can go online and do it. I think it's $35 if I'm not mistaken. Right. So what's stopping you from getting a vendor's license? That's, I'm going to write down the, the, the barriers you, you're giving me right now. I got a pen. Vendor's right. license. What's That's stopping it. you from getting a vendor's license? There's really nothing stopping me from getting a vendor's license. Yeah. You need me cash at thirty five? Okay, nothing, nothing. <laughs> okay. What else? What else you need to get started with with that? What else? That would be in order for me to be able to generate. I would have to have funds. Like I would have to have funds to purchase the stuff that I would cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah to get the food and stuff that you would cook. Right. Yeah. Right. As a cook, because so here's fun fact about me. My son's father is an actual real life chef, too. Mm. He's a chef. So this is not far removed from me and understanding the, the kitchen world. When I met him, right. we, were, we were serving. I was serving tables. He was working in the kitchen. And now he's a, a chef and does all the stuff. So. So what is it that you can cook that you can get a hold of and sell and turn that profit? Because food is easy. I mean, I won't say it's easy, but it is easy. Like, you know, you can buy food in bulk. Sell them plates. It's like liquor a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can stretch some food out and sell it. I know a homeboy, he's selling plates like $12, $13 a plate. And I'm like, hey, yo, let me do the math. I'll be doing the math. Like, how much I'm paying for this plate? It's okay. I'm, right. I'm supporting black businesses. You can you can start with the thing that you can stretch out and build that capital. Like, what right. do you do to generate income? Now, I ain't trying to charge you up. Thank you for letting me put you on the spot. But, you know. I'm I mean, ain't no, ain't no big deal because at the end of the day, when you you're striving to be an entrepreneur or a brand, you have to be ready to prepare for conversations like this. So, yeah. you know. So, so let's talk about the real thing because I don't think it's like I don't think it's 
the vendor's license or the food or the funding. Right. So what's the real thing that you're concerned about? Why won't you just do it? What's what's internally like, happening? Is is it's not the as the conditions I keep saying it. Like I'm yeah. I'm being like it's one and I I've gotten away from keep reverting to that prison thing because that's over and dead with. Sure. Yeah. But the reality is just right here. Before I went, I was that dude. Yeah. At a young age, I was that dude. I didn't have sure. nobody for nothing. I was that dude. A lot of people that I thought when I got knocked, that I thought was going to be there for me, wasn't there for me. Yeah. Now that I'm home, and like I said, since I came home, I've been working, I've been doing, I, I haven't reverted back to my old ways. Sure. And you see what I got going on now, all of a sudden you want to be a part of it. Nah, it's, it's not going down like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just had some mishaps where once some things was caused by me. Yeah. Trying to move too fast. Sure. Um, and two, somebody else just trying to tear me down and they put me in a messed up position where mm. I'm literally now building from literally scratch. Like yeah. scratch, scratch. When I say scratch, it's like somebody went to the computer and just like boop and erased everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's literally yeah. what happened. You know what I mean? So what's the um uh, so when you say I mean, and, and you don't have to tell me. Like when you say Miranda, I don't, don't want to say. So stop asking me these damn questions. I mean, right. like, okay, then you know, I right. say that. But what, when you say your location, what is? Give me explain that. What do you mean by location? Like, um, what's wrong with your location? Okay, for one, I, when I got home, I was living with my mother and my stepfather. Mm -hmm. Um, I was starting to feel somewhat of a, a prisoner. I was feeling like I was a stranger in because yeah. they don't know me anymore. Yeah, and it, yeah. it wasn't really. I, in my opinion, I can't say it's a fact. Sure. But in my opinion, I don't feel like they was taking enough time to understand why I move or think like I think now. Sure. So I exited myself from that situation, thinking I was stepping into a better situation. Mm -hmm. uh, I was really stepping into the devil's pit. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's um, and in the mix of me doing devil's pit, I was trying to do my journey, and basically, she just crumbled. Yeah. Crumble. It all crumbled at one time. Yeah. So now that I'm back, I'm currently living with my real father. Mm -hmm. which I, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's, you feel me? If you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so there's a there's a, the level of things that come with living there that are kind right, of toxic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so, what I mean? So, so I think... And and I totally get that. Like, you know, some, some shit just, you know, you just got to figure it out until you figure it out. And I think, right. you know, I think whatever you can do in those moments, whether you can borrow, you know, because, you know, sometimes like when we, when we, when we on the streets, like, you know, I say we like I'm on the streets. I'm light skinned and shit. You know what I'm saying? I used to fight a little bit, but, right. you, know, <laughs> you know, but when, when we out there hustling in the world, mm -hmm. we do whatever we need to do. Right. Like, Azar, I would imagine you did whatever you need to do to get where you need to get right. before before you was, you know what I mean? Right. And now that you're in this space to where you're on the legit side of things and you have this vision of something you want to do, instead of doing whatever you need to do, it's like, it's easy to say, and I'm not saying that what you're saying is not valid, mm. but I think it's good to try to exhaust the options in our brains of what can I do, Right. Because right. so many times, like I remember somebody saying this, and I thought this was so profound. Somebody said, when we ask people about love, they tell mm -hmm. us about heartache. Mm -hmm. They tell us about pain. Right. We ask them about joy, they tell us about sadness, right? right? 
And so I think when we ask people, hey, how can you make this dream come true? What people do by default is we start talking about barriers. Right. We start talking about obstacles, challenges, instead of dreaming big and envisioning big and thinking about what can I do to make a difference? Right. What can I do? What can I do now? Who can I ask? Who can I call in a favor for? Who can I connect with? Who can I go network with? What place can I go to and say, right. hey, can you know what I mean? Looking for opportunities to be able to expand. And so if I could challenge right. you in anything, it would be that. It would be to change your mindset because right. I don't know nothing else. I know that success starts with mindset, hands right. down, period. Success starts with mindset. So when you change your mindset about success, then you start to look at things differently. You start to look for opportunities instead of paying attention to the barriers and the challenges. Right. Um, and, you know, yeah, I just want to encourage you just in the next couple of weeks, just be open to looking for opportunities. I mean, I'm 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 doing such things. That's why I said with the transition of moving. That that is yeah. my first big step to because I've already I don't like to call it pawns, but it's pawns. I've already yeah. put pawns in position where I'm trying to move to that when I get there, my transition will be smooth. Hey bro, when you get here, this is where you go look for a job at X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z. Hey, yep. um, when it comes to apartment, if you're looking for just this, right, it's we're looking for X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So I'm already getting those things lined up and, and and making myself where, all right, I'll play this position. It's, it's like right here. I'm playing the position yeah. now. Yeah. Because I have I have no, my, my whether a person agree or not at this point, until I can regain some of the things that was deleted, which is important to the whole operation, sure. I, I have to play my position Good. and be yeah. um don't take me saying xyz that i'm not grateful because I'm, I'm grateful that oh, yeah, no, i got I can tell you're grateful yeah you know all that you have a you very know. grateful spirit you do yeah but at the end of the day i know that um i'm gonna tell you what happened to me the other day i walked in the gas station I haven't seen this person in five months mm -hmm. and the first thing they said to me was why did you come back mm. why did you, you know, come back where would they mean why did i come back to this area, I was I wasn't here. I was in North Carolina. I was already in North Carolina. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was like, why did you come back? And I was like, you know, I I felt like I had some things I need to square away before I can make the transition. I didn't want to pile shit on top of shit. Excuse my French, but oh no, shit is okay on yeah, this line. Yeah, fine. I didn't want to pile <laughs> shit on top of shit, mm -hmm. and I knew I had left some things unresolved. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the smartest decision? In my opinion, no. Yeah. It wasn't. I, I think I probably could have resolved it from where I was at, but mm -hmm. I overthunk it and thought it and came, you know what I'm saying? And um, But in me doing that, I'm learning some things. I'm seeing some things that, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't see that before, but mm -hmm. oh, okay, now I know what it is. So this, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, yeah. To me, it's a gift and a curse. I know that I can be doing more. I, I would never shy away from taking responsibility for the fact that I could be doing more. Sure. You know what I mean? But um, because of me going and jumping out, taking loans when I shouldn't be taking loans. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? When I was already on a smooth trail of building my credit, when I didn't have yeah. any, so I was on a smooth trail. Sure. I let pressure, because when yeah. I say let, the pressure, I, I could have chosen not to let the pressure, but I allowed it. The yeah. pressure to get on me to say, you, you, you know what happens? You know, a lot of times when, when pressure moves us into doing shit we don't need to be doing, you know what that means? You know what that is? That's the fact that we didn't have a plan. Right. 
You know what I mean? Right, and so right. I think, you know, I think more than anything, you sound like you have the pieces of a plan. So I would just encourage you to, um, you know, come up with a plan because you you have all the pieces of a plan. Right? So like you right. have a vision, you have a an idea. And so I would encourage you to write it down to get really specific about the things you want to do. And even right. if you don't do the things you write down, that stuff don't matter. Like people be scared to write down stuff right. for whatever reason because they feel like, I don't know. But just write that mess down, like write it down and then figure it out. Because at the end of the day, entrepreneurs, businesses, ain't no business out here. No successful business has been out here that wasn't fucking some shit up in the beginning. Right. Like, or, and still to this day as success, entrepreneurs, business owners, we are just in a forever state of figuring it out. Right. <laughs> Does this work? Is this going to work? Are my people going to like this? Are, you know, what's the deal? So as an entrepreneur, the more, the quicker we get comfortable with, living and moving in the fear of the unknown and then understanding that failure is really just an opportunity for us to figure it out right that failure really doesn't happen until we decide to just quit right that's when failure happens right. so the fact that you sound like you have a plan and things that you want to do i would just implore you to just spend more time focusing on your plan and on the outcome that you want because you right. have it i just feel like in your head it's a battle and i get it like i totally get it like stuff be happening. 2020 didn't been, listen, but 2020, I think is also like Stefan was saying in the comments is that it's a prime time to get it. Right, like right. Un under, underneath this wave of BS is happening Yeah, no, no doubt, yeah, Ooh. no doubt. And hey, wasn't that a great conversation? Look, if you want to join me for these Mirandum talks and you're an entrepreneur and you feel like you got something to get off your chest, we do this every Monday at nine o'clock central. So you can join me on my Instagram page at Miranda Joiner. That's with all A's, M-A-R-A-N-D-A, J-O-I-N-E-R. I would love to hear from you. Hey, if you really enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, let them know, send them the link. And if you need help yourself, Stay connected to me. Go to my website, MirandaJoiner.com. Let's set up a call. Please be sure one more thing to rate the podcast. This is how other people pick it up. So please leave a review and rate it. Do me that favor. I would love it if you would do that for me. All right. Well, I don't care where you are listening from. At some point tonight, you got to go to sleep. So thank you for listening. God bless you and good night.